the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. This Sunday is known by many names. It is often called, at least in English-speaking countries, Low Sunday, in contrast to the great ceremonies of Holy Week and Easter Week. It is also known as Quasimodo, from the first words of the introit, Quasimodo genitium tantes, Dominica in albis depositus, the Sunday of putting off white vestments, for traditionally those who were baptized on the Easter vigil would keep their white baptismal robes or suits or clothes until today when they would return to their normal attire practice which is still observed in some countries, such as Gabon. And of course, since our Lord appeared to St. Faustina, it has been known as the Sunday of Divine Mercy. And if we look at the Gospel of today's Holy Mass, we can easily see why our Lord chose this Sunday. The Sunday during the Gospel, we hear of the institution of the sacrament of penance, whose sins you shall forgive, they are forgiven them. And if we look at all the readings of today's Holy Mass, we see that there are two important themes the Church presents for our meditation. These are faith and mercy. In the epistle, which is taken from the letter, first letter of John, this beloved evangelist and apostle tells us that the victory which overcomes the world is faith. Faith in Jesus Christ, faith in the Son of God, who came by, not by, by water and blood. St. John's reference to water and blood, of course, refer to the water and blood which he saw pour forth from the open side of our Lord on the cross. It also should make us think of the sacraments which are empowered, we could say, which flow forth from that flow of water and blood from the side of our Lord. It should make us think of the sacraments which confer the grace of God through certain external physical signs, bread and water, bread and wine in the Holy Eucharist, water in baptism, for example, which give us the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the Gospel, we not only have the institution of the sacrament of penance, we also have, because they go together, the story of Doubting Thomas, the 11th Apostle. The Apostle was not there on Easter Sunday evening and therefore did not see the risen Lord. The Apostle who refused to believe until he had physical proof in front of his own eyes and fingers of the risen body of Christ. And although our Lord reprimands him for his lack of belief, 
He should have remembered the Old Testament prophecies. He should have remembered that our Lord predicted at least three times before his suffering and death that he would die and rise again. He should have believed his fellow apostles when they told him they had seen the risen Lord. And yet, our Lord's reprimand is gentle and brief. You have seen because you believe, you believe because you have seen, blessed are they who have not seen and yet believe. And yet, as the fathers of the church tell us, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe, refers to St. Thomas as well as us. For St. Thomas, the Apostle, saw the risen body, the risen human body of our Lord, and immediately, repenting of his lack of belief, confessed our Lord's divinity, my Lord and my God. We must remember that although it is a miracle to rise from the dead, a miracle that only God could do, which the Apostles clearly recognized, when they saw the risen Christ, they did not see the glory of God face to face as they do now in heaven. They saw his human body, a glorified body that was no longer subject to suffering and death, yes, but still his human body. They, like us, still had to make an act of faith in his divinity. St. Thomas saw the human risen body, yes, but still the human body of our Lord, and immediately believed that he is truly the Son of God. And as St. Thomas saw the body of Christ and believed in his divinity, so also we, when we see the signs, the physical signs which constitute the sacraments, we must believe that the divine power of Christ is at work. We see the bread, the appearance of bread and wine in the Holy Eucharist. We must believe it is truly the body and blood, soul and divinity of our Lord. We hear the priests pronounce the words of absolution, I absolve you of your sins. And we must believe that God in that moment truly forgives our sins and our souls are white and pure again. Both faith, faith in the divinity of our Lord, and confidence in his mercy are necessary for us if we wish to be saved. Faith in the word of Christ, spoken to the apostles and through them to his bishops and priests of his church, whose sins you shall forgive, they are forgiven them. Faith that our Lord has given us not only baptism to wash away original sin, but confession to rescue those of us, usually all of us, who have the great misfortune of committing sins after baptism. Faith and love and trust in God's mercy. In the litany of the Blessed Virgin, 
we greet our Blessed Mother as the Virgin Most Faithful, as well as the Virgin Most Merciful. She whose faith never wavered. When the angel Gabriel appeared to her to tell her she was to be the Mother of God, she did not doubt as Zachariah doubted six months earlier, but believed. When our Lord, when her divine son, battered and beaten, hung, dying on the cross, her faith did not waver. On Holy Saturday, when his lifeless body was lying in the tomb, and even the apostles had given up hope, her faith in the divinity of her son, and in his faith and in his promise that he would rise again, did not waver. Virgin most merciful, she never sinned, and therefore she understands the horror of sin more than we ever could. She stood at the foot of the cross, offering up her own immense sorrow and suffering in union with her son, so that the children she received at that moment that our Lord said, Behold your son, son, behold your mother, could receive the forgiveness of their sins and be brought back to the state of grace, the state of friendship with Jesus and with the Father and the Holy Ghost. She does not want the suffering of her son to be in vain. If we have a hard time going to confession, if we are troubled by that sin we committed and can't bring ourselves to mention in confession, or worse still, that we can't find it within ourselves to truly repent of, to be sorry for, let us turn to our Blessed Mother and ask for her help. If we allow her to take us by the hand and lead us to her Son, she will give us the graces we need to repent. She will give us the graces we need to be faithful after our repentance, after we receive absolution, to grow in holiness and the grace of God, so that one day we too may join her in heaven in praising the love and mercy of her Son forever and ever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.